You're listening to the Greencast Advisory Podcast. I'm Glenn Kirby, the Technical Manager for Syngenta UK and Ireland, and here is where you'll find me talking about the content in my turf blog. They'll be short and to the point, so put on those headphones and have a listen to what I've got to say this time. So you know the school by now, we are looking at, in this series of this podcast, the application quiz we did with ICL. This one, I'm going to take a look at four of the questions because they combine quite nicely. And interestingly, this was the section that people struggled with most. So I'm going to take a little bit longer here. I'm going to try and connect the dots on the four questions and um, explain the concept, hopefully, for everyone, and try and make it as simple as possible. So in this series, I'm going to look at four questions. Um, First question was, which is the most effective way to significantly adjust your water volume whilst achieving a high quality application? So in this question, we were looking at, do you change the water volume um, by going faster? Do you change your nozzle? Do you change your pressure? The next question I'm going to look at is what happens if you increase spray pressure? Do we increase drift? Do we reduce drift? Do we increase penetration into the sword? Do we change the percentage of coarse droplets? So what goes on when we actually increase that pressure? The next question was nozzle sizes are measured in numbers with the small of a number representing smaller orifices. By selecting a smaller nozzle, what happens? Do you change the percentage of fine droplets, uh, increase those fine droplets? Do you increase the water volume? Do you decrease the percentage of fine droplets or do you enable yourself to spray faster? And then we looked at droplet size. So in this question, I was trying to establish how much people understand about what coarser and finer droplets do. So would fine droplets or finer droplets lead to more liquid remaining on the leaf, but increased drift, less liquid remaining on the leaf and increased drift, more liquid on the leaf and reduced drift or less liquid on the leaf and increased drift. Now, so you get the drift. This this is all about um, when you're setting up your sprayer and you're thinking about water volume, What is the best way to achieve that water volume? Now, with sprayer calibration, there's a number of things we can adjust. We can adjust our forward speed, we can adjust our pressure, and we can adjust our nozzle size. All of those things are going to have an influence on the amount of water we deliver. So what I would suggest you do if you're looking to a... Uh, If you're looking to calibrate a sprayer and set something up, first of all, you want to understand that water volume. So the water volume is critical to understanding what is the best way to go with this. So know what range you want to be in. You can find that on the label. If there's not a really good guide on the label, and I appreciate that's the case. If we look at something like Heritage, I think that label states something like 120 litres a hectare up to 900 litres a hectare, it might even be a 1,000. That is a huge range of water volume. So in that situation, ask someone who has a background in that technology, someone who's selling it to you, or get in touch with us at Syngenta, and we will give you that advice. And the truth is, you're going to be applying at different volumes depending on what you're trying to achieve. So know what you're trying to achieve and know what the water volume is. 
Next step I would do is look at your area you are treating. So if you're treating greens, you probably need to drive at somewhere around three to five kilometers an hour, depending on what your setup and how close bunkers are and the equipment you've got. Um, and establish that safe forward speed. If it's on fairways, you might be a bit quicker. Um, some fairways, you might not be that much quicker. Uh, it just depends on how they're set up and how the slopes are around it and your sprayer technology and are there bunkers up tight to things and what angles can you go and what experience does the operator have? So now you should understand, you should know the safe forward speed. You should know what water volume you're looking to use. You should then go to your nozzle output charts. Now you should get a nozzle output chart every time you buy a nozzle. So the Syngenta XC nozzles that we sell, they will come with a nozzle chart. So go and refer to those and work out what you're trying to do. And what that will do is it will guide your forward speed, which you set for as a safe range, against the water volume you're trying to achieve and then you can locate the pressure you're trying to work in now this is the key bit so when we're looking at optimum pressure there is generally quite a wide range on those nozzle output charts but it's really important that we try and keep them in the optimum range and the optimum range for all nozzles is two to three bar once you start straying outside of that two to three bar pressure you start to lose spray quality you either lose the pattern on the turf so it's kind of the fan is dropping too much or you start increasing the amount of fines so you lose more to drift and we don't want to be losing any of it to drift. Um, we want as much of it in the plant, around the plant, as we can possibly get. Losing it to drift is not good because you're not getting the right product in the right place. And it's not good from an environmental point of view. So this is bad practice. So look at your pressure. Two to three bar is what you're trying to achieve. If you can't do it with that nozzle, then you need to change the nozzle. So... That kind of answers that question. So if you're thinking about how to adjust your water volume and keep and maintain really high quality spraying, then you need to adjust those nozzles. You cannot do it with a forward speed or with pressure because forward speed will move you into an unsafe range potentially or too slow to do the job, both are bad or it will create too many fines, which you can lose to the atmosphere, or if you're going too low, it means your spray pattern will be lost. So adjusting your nozzle is the best way to adjust that. Now, that's all linked in to the what happens if we increase spray pressure question. Well, if we increase spray pressure, we're increasing the chance of drift. All nozzles will create a set pattern of nozzles. The larger the hole, the course of the droplet. So the larger that number, if we look to the Syngenta nozzles, we've got the 025, which gives us our smallest droplets, the 04, which gives us our middle range, and the 08, which is the largest. So the 08 will give us the largest percentage of coarse droplets. But whenever we change that pressure, if we tweak that pressure up, what we're doing is we're increasing the percentage of fine droplets that come out. So you can have a very coarse nozzle like the 08. If you up the pressure on that, you will still get far too many fines that will miss the target and get lost to the atmosphere. Really not good practice. So by increasing spray pressure, we increase the chance of drift. That is not good. So I've kind of touched on the nozzle sizes as well to answer that question. Um, 
nozzle sizes are measured by numbers and the smaller the number represents those smaller orifices. So by going to a smaller nozzle, we increase the percentage of fine droplets. Now, whilst I talked about fine droplets being very drifty and the potential to lose them to the atmosphere, which is not good because it goes into the environment and it's not on the target we're aiming, the benefit of a fine droplet is it will stick on the leaf much more. So the finer droplets will stay on the leaf much more. So when we're thinking about products and we're thinking about where we want to target them, the finer droplets, so the ones, the smaller nozzles, are very much for targeting that product onto the leaf. So if we think about the Syngenta portfolio, if you're looking at something like Rider, which is a pigment that you want to stay on the leaf, finer droplets, smaller nozzles are great. If you're looking at something like Medallion, which is a contact fungicide, we want that to stay on the leaf on good coverage. So fine droplets are great. But we don't achieve that by upping the pressure, what we'll achieve that with is by putting a smaller nozzle in and keeping that optimum pressure range there. So hopefully that will all make sense and kind of give you an overview about how those four questions all connect. In order to get the best spray application, keep your nozzle pressure between two and three bar. That means adjusting the nozzle to make it work properly. Operate at a safe forward speed that works for you. Really know what you're trying to achieve with your water volume. Go to the label, ask people, are you trying to get it to stay on the leaf or are you trying to get it run off the leaf down towards the soil and towards the crown, which some different products will do. So understand how all of those bolt together and you will make much better applications. Now, one of the things I'm gonna mention at this stage before I sign off is auto rate sprayers. A lot of people have automatic control rate sprayers now, which are amazing pieces of technology. And they have control of all these variables. So forward speed, well, you, sorry, you have control of the forward speed as the operator. So if you put your foot down, they'll go a bit faster and the pressure will go up. If you slow down, the pressure will drop. Be very careful with these because whilst they are amazing technology and they can speed up and slow down and your, your gauge will tell you you're always spraying at 400 litres a hectare, that pressure is going to adjust incrementally. You probably haven't got as much range to go faster and slower as you probably think you have. So sometimes you'll be going... You'll be going to slow and the pressure will drop and the pattern will lose and you'll get very poor coverage, which isn't good because you're not getting things where you want it. And sometimes you'll be going faster, so you'll be creating more fines. You might get really good spray coverage across the nozzles, but you would lose a lot more to the atmosphere through drift. So be very careful when you're using those auto rate sprayers. You probably have a smaller range to go faster and slower than you believe. Something I would always recommend people do is take a permanent marker and draw a very clear line on that pressure gauge where two to three bar is because the red, yellow and green lines that you get on those gauges tends to be a bit more optimistic than they probably should be. I think those lines are more about the engineering capabilities of the sprayer rather than the optimum spray range for the nozzles that are on the back. So take a little time to have a think about it. If you've got any questions, get in touch. This is something I'm going to try and clear up a bit more um, because from these questions we did, it became quite clear this is an area people haven't got a great grasp on. Um, so I'm going to really try and clarify and crystallize my message. Watch out for more information on it soon and take care of yourself.
Hope you enjoyed the podcast version of Greencast Advisory. For more content like this, check out the Greencast Advisory blog and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, take care of yourself and thanks for listening.